Hello, and welcome to Barge and Tom Talk Tech. It's another week, that means you get another 30 minutes to an hour of us talking rubbish as per. I am Tom, and this is... <laughs> and I am Bur- I was waiting for the and this is, because normally you uh, say it and you I talk normally, over you. <laughs> yeah, you normally interrupt me, so I was like, waiting for you to just... <laughs> throw yourself over that and but, you uh, and i was waiting for you to say it ah mm. uh, yes another week of uh silliness speaking of silliness i'm gonna start with that story i was just telling you guys about uh my controller um because i think it's just funny so i was having issues with my windows ui the menus were like being weird i couldn't log into the xbox console companion which i need to use later to stream sea of thieves and A host of other issues. So, I did a Windows update, found an update, updated, still having the issues. Cool, what's going on? So I go into it a bit further, I do some disk checks, disks are fine, albeit old. Um, Did a few more checks, found like a corrupted system file or something. I was like, okay, cool, repaired that, using all the command line tools and stuff. Then I look down. There is an Xbox controller plugged in because I use it for Rocket League. But the Joy-Con, the the left joystick was pushed up because it was lent against something. And that was controlling my Windows UI. So I couldn't log in to the uh, Xbox app. For some reason, that stops me pressing a button. Um, And I also couldn't turn the computer off properly because the buttons were going crazy. So while I did end up finding issues in my system, the actual issue at that moment was one Xbox controller. (sighs) Oh dear, oh dear. So, yeah, even people that are a bit more tech-savvy than your average Joe can be a bit dumb. Can suffer from ID10T errors, which is errors where the the issue lies between the keyboard and the chair. Although in this case, it was between (laughs) the controller and the chair. Between the controller and the chair, yeah, as opposed to... Yes, I've now yeeted the controller onto the bed for now. Yeah, he's unhappy with it. He's stroppy because it, it points out his own stupidity. And he has the rest of us in the community for that. <laughs> um, Pretty much. We too are disappointed with the controller for stealing our jobs. <laughs> so there you go. There's my little story for the week. Yep. Life pro tip, don't trust Burge with anything important because he will somehow mess it up and not realise how. Although I should point out, this is coming from Tom, who uh, built Kieran's computer and then was like, oh, I don't have the right connector for it. So Kieran's uh, CPU caller is held on by cable ties. (laughs) Hey, right. It works. At least it wasn't duct tape. So don't you sit there. (laughs) Hey, 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 listen, right. Yours was just plain stupidity. Mine was redneck engineering. 
And let's also not forget the fact that he didn't even install the operating system on the SSD. I had to fix that. I didn't have time to. I had to go to work. These are always his excuses. Um, well, no, literally, I was like, right, Kieran, I've got these days free this week. Well, I haven't. When's the <laughs> late? When'd you start latest in the day? <laughs> Muppet. Uh, it isn't very helpful when you have tech illiterate friends, is it? Oh, no, no, really not. Because you can't even like do the basics and then go, here you go. <laughs> you, mm. you have to do literally everything. <laughs> Well, sometimes uh, even the tech literate friends can take ages to do something. E.g., one of our uh, <laughs> Minecraft server colleagues, Brazam, this week uh, <laughs> built he, a new he PC. He listens to this. He's gonna. He's gonna shout at us. <laughs> it, uh, he was like, "Right, I built the new PC. Just sorting some things out." We didn't hear from him for the rest of the day. <laughs> Meanwhile, I transplanted my entire PC into a different case. <laughs> Sorry, I've just been attacked by the dog. Uh, transplanted your entire PC into a different case and was still it, back within the hour. Like, yeah, in time for streaming. Uh, it took like an hour and 20 to rip everything out, cable manage, swap round fans, all sorts. It was, it was quite funny. <laughs> we were giving him a lot of crap for it. Yep. And I'm sure he's going to shout at us for calling him yep. out. Uh, also, we're selling T-shirts. Burridge is selling T-shirts. Of my face. Of his face. <laughs> it's concerning. I like it. We, this is a tech and gaming news podcast, and we haven't talked about any news yet. Well, it's fine. I talked about tech. We've, we're talking Ish. tech stuff. It's fine. Okay, if you say so, boss. But uh, All right, then let's begin with the first thing you put on the list. Just because people went absolutely nuts over it. Particularly Twitch staff. Yes. Ninja has moved to he's, Mixer. He's he's been paid several money. It's not been revealed how much money, but I'm sure he's enjoying that fat Microsoft paycheck right now. <laughs> well I wonder, can I go to Can I go to Mixer without being spammed? Yes, I can. Uh right. So Fortnite is their biggest game on there with 9,000 viewers. So Mixer doesn't have the uh, viewer outreach that Twitch does. Yet. But the thing is, Ninja is literally basically only a Fortnite streamer, from what I can tell. Yeah, I think so. He's done other games in the past, but he does stick to one game. So that might make Fortnite even more popular on Mixer, but that doesn't necessarily equal a more popular platform. No. Um, top streams. Monster Cat. Ninja's not online. Can I, like, search channels? Can I search Ninja? Yeah, I can't find Ninja on here. Well, where's he gone? Oh, there he is. Um, he's currently up to 720,000 followers on Mixer, which is quite the achievement from what I gather, because I don't, I don't know who the highest, uh, 
I, he's already he yeah, he's member since it's hidden, but he's already got four million three hundred and fifty six thousand eight hundred and sixty three total views. Bloody hell! So That's, if um... if he's a brand new channel on there, which I imagine he probably is, then yeah. that is an insane amount of views in a small amount of time. So he's Bald definitely Gitzler. bought. What I'd like to see is how many viewers he brings in when he's live on Mixer. Yeah. Because that would be very... He does daily streams, so I imagine he'll be live at some point soon, actually. There's a lot of people in his chat already, actually. <laughs> sort of scrolling through. There are people in the chat. But the thing is, he's, he's just seeing money from this. Like, this is a good business move for him. He's obviously got offered because his wife does all his business stuff. So he's obviously been given a good deal. And as part of that business to keep his, you know, keep himself relevant for longer. He has taken it and good yeah. on him, I guess. Although amusingly, Twitch immediately after that announcement unverified him. <laughs> yeah, you can tell they're... Um... Particularly unhappy. <laughs> yes. Uh. Oh. Oh dear. What? If you go to Ninja's channel on Twitch right now. Yeah. It comes up with the ninja you're looking for is in another castle. Check out these popular live channels. And then it shows you more popular Fortnite channels on Twitch. His videos Ooh. are still there. They haven't deleted any of his videos or highlights or his followers or his follow or who he's following. But they have actually like deleted his live page. His live page. Um. <laughs> and just put it to be like, yeah, hey guys, if you're looking for Ninja, go look at these other streamers on Twitch instead. <laughs> That's yeah. um an interesting move. I can't say I blame them for doing that necessarily, but I, I wonder does this like meant that Twitch is like I, I don't know what his contract was like because there's the contract with um like when you're partnered mm -hmm. so I don't know whether Twitch have just kept any of his money out of this well I imagine Microsoft would have more than compensated I, him. I, I think he's been more than compensated to be honest because he's got 14 yeah. million followers on twitch like he's huge yeah. so i imagine he'll be fine, <laughs> um, fine then. i imagine he'll be absolutely fine but uh yes microsoft obviously paid him a lot of money they're doing uh free subscription limited time offer claim your free subscription to ninja well, I could be subbed to him on Mixer for a whole month. Free. I'm not going. I'm not going to because I don't watch him or follow him. But I don't like Fortnite at all. But I will when he when I next see him live on Mixer. I will at least. Uh, I will at the take very least the take a look and see what the views are. Yeah, because that'll be interesting to bring up next week. Yes. But uh. Speaking of uh, statistics, <laughs> No Man's Sky. Ah, yes. So, the 
game that got everyone upset a couple of years ago when it came Not out. Me. Because <laughs> it didn't get me upset, really. I didn't follow it. <laughs> it got People got upset over it because they basically forced the game out when it wasn't ready yet. With lots of lies. Mm. Well, it's adding a bunch of new stuff in an update, so... Um, it's actually not that bad anymore. Yeah, you've played it now, right? I've I've played it. Yeah, I've still not. I'm gonna might get it in Christmas sale if the update's any good. But it looks quite pretty. Um, I mean, it's exceedingly repetitive, or at least I haven't played. I, I played it like a year ago. So, but. So I'm looking at the webpage now. Apparently there's like huge ships you can get now. You can command like big, big ships. Um thing is like I think certainly people I know who are looking forward to No Man's Sky expect it to be a lot like Elite Dangerous. Mm-hmm. But it's not quite. <clears throat> but um they're um Actually, changing it with this update, so they're changing the multiplayer experience. Oh, that was see. That's the bit I was only really interested in was the multiplayer. Yeah, so that means you can actually like meet other players. Okay. So uh, they don't want it to be like an MMO, so it won't need a subscription. Mm-hmm. It won't contain microtransactions. So if they actually keep to that, um, I'd say that's pretty redeeming. Because how many people say we're not going to have microtransactions and then Activision Activision with Crash Team Racing. Yeah, and um, weirdly it says that No Man's Sky Beyond, which is the name of this update, will be free for all existing players. Uh, I imagine that would mean if you own the game now. Then, yeah, I don't know what that would mean for people who Buy the game in the future. Uh, the it'll probably be a bought thing cool. later. It'll be a bought. Yeah. It'll probably be. It'll be sold separately, but people who already own the game will just get it for free. Like but the Skyrim special edition. If you owned yeah. Skyrim with all DLC, with all the yeah. expansions, you got special edition on PC for free. Yeah, so, I missed out on that because I didn't have the expansions. Yeah, yeah. See, I got it all for free because I had it all. So. So yeah, like it's yeah. a similar thing to that, really. Um, I do actually still have No Man's Sky installed. I'll have to play that after we've recorded this. <laughs> Go see what they've added. Go see what they, have they added it already? Is that update already out? No, already? it's coming in the coming on the fifteenth of this month. So oh, okay, so a few days. Uh, nine I've, days. Yes. Yeah. So we've got that to look forward to. Anyone who listens who plays No Man's Sky, if not. Just me. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. no, I'll, I'll probably get it like Christmas time, maybe, because it'll be... Um, it'll Steam, be cheap. Christmas and we sale. have a Christmas sale, so I can pick up a few games then. And as yeah. I've now found out, I'm going to be a bit better off money this year. So I will be able to yeah. treat myself a little bit once I've upgraded some stuff. So I'll talk about the PC upgrade uh, when I have it done. Yeah. Speaking of PC upgrades ah, and yes. hardware, <laughs> look at all these segways. We're doing well. Yeah, segways. Don't tell them about the f- flipping segways. 
It's like Linus Tech Tips is really bad segues into sponsorships. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we are finally, after many, many years of waiting, seeing 10 nanometer Intel CPUs. Except. So this is, except for the only for laptops. <laughs> so, yay, I guess. Though, yay for you laptop users. <laughs> it'd looking... be good for, um, what should we call it? Um, It'll be good for like office workers, I guess, who like run around on a laptop all day. Uh, they're not like high-end laptop chipsets either. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like your basic kind of office worker could have. Yeah, that they're, they're targeted at around the MacBook Air level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of stuff. So we are finally seeing small, smaller architectures. Which, good, smaller architectures are a thing. <laughs> I, I'm not very good with like the microscopic side. No, of my CPU. question is Intel. What is your deal with lakes? <laughs> Why do you like lakes so much? Well, it's they it started with Sky Lake. Was Sky Lake the first one? Because uh. there was Haswell, Ivy Bridge. Um. Uh, so, um. We had Sandy Bridge. Let's see. We had Nehalem, Sandy Bridge, Ivy Bridge, Haswell, Broadwell, and then Sky Lake, which is the generation I've got. Kaby Lake, Coffee Lake, uh, Cannon Lake. Whiskey Lake, Amber Lake, Cascade Lake, Lake, Cooper Lake, Ice Lake, Tiger Lake, Older Lake, Meteor Lake. Oh, then we've also got Bloomfield, Linfield, Golf, golf Town. <laughs> uh, so, the Meteor Lake is meant to be apparently a 7 nanometer. Oh, that's very small. Okay, um, kind of like a... This is a very, very dumbed-down thing for this. Mm -hmm. But um, what's amazing about how these, about how tiny these um, processor scales are getting now? So the smaller we make, the, the smaller this is, because basically a processor is just like a bunch of switches. The smaller we can get these switches, the more we can pack in to a standard size CPU chip, the more powerful they can get for the same size with roughly the same power consumption. Um, the problem is, if we go much smaller, then we start having issues with quantum mechanics. Which, basically, to dumb down, if things get too close together, electrons can just phase between them. And that's when things start getting a bit weird. I'm just looking back at, like, the tech processes. <clears throat> so, in 1979, the Intel uh, 8086. Max clock of 5 megahertz. Ooh. Tech process, 3,000 nanometers. 
3,000. Well, it's like, I'm sat here thinking, damn, this Bloomfield i7 from 2008, 45 nanometers. Yeah. That is actually huge compared to the 14 nanometer processors, processors that are used today. But They've been in use thousands. since Broadwell. Yeah. I had a Broadwell chip, I believe. Oh, yeah, dog. My Broadwell chip was my 50... Uh, was my 5820? Or am I thinking of before that? No, I was Haswell, mm. possibly. I Hold on. can't um, remember. <laughs> an i5-750 in my hand right now. Well, that's going back. So this, no, not 7500, 750. Let's have a look. 45 nanometers. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, no, sorry. My 5820K that I used to have uh, was a Haswell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, the yeah, Has is and the Haswell is a 22 nanometer. Although I've apparently... then since gone to... Is my one? Mine Coffee Lake? Apparently yes. this i5 is a server or enterprise i5. Really? Yeah, use conditions, server enterprise. But vertical segment desktop. Until you drunk. Interesting. Interesting. Nice. There you go. <laughs> the next one made me laugh in the document. <laughs> Cloudflare, putting 8chan in the bin. Everyone putting 8chan in the bin. Yeah, so Cloudflare will no longer host 8chan. Because of so, all the uh, unmoderated right-wing craziness going on there, Yeah, I believe. So another company comes along and says, we'll host you 8chan, and their provider says, no, you bloody well won't. <laughs> oh, is that why? Because they were going yeah. to someone else, because they were going to a different company that had been hosting a neo-nazi site as well apparently yeah yeah no um their provider found out about it and um basically slapped their wrists oh dear so and then <laughs> the company that provided the domain for hn also said nagisers <laughs> that's not quite happening that's quite funny sorry i'm just petting the dog she's being needy I, I'm all for free speech, but uh, you need things to be moderated because <laughs> things can go too far. People can take things too far. Yes. It's fine having an opinion, but uh, yeah, you can go too far with things. Also, off topic from that, because I don't think there's really much to say about 8chan, really. I don't use the site. I have no idea of its contents for the most part, apart from apparently it's a lot of right-wing craziness. But... Tencent, I believe, are the Chinese company that have stakes in a lot of video game industry stuff. Yeah. Uh, they are set to buy a 10% stake in Universal Music. I literally just got this up on my phone as I was looking through oh, new stuff. No. So a breaking news for you there. Which breaking is news. breaking news. Uh, yeah. Uh, Tencent are going to be buying 10% of Universal Music. Great. So, Comcast. Uh, what? Comcast and Universal. Oh shit! Oh, they say Universal Movie Studios. I'm not sure about Universal Music. 
but yeah, there you go. Uh, Tencent are now going to be buying into the music industry as well, it seems. So... Yeah! <laughs> yeah. Tencent own, like, 40% of Epic. Great. Uh, they did give up trying to take over Ubisoft, though, after Ubisoft's, like, CEO and creator was just like, uh... No. <laughs> yeah, how about so, so I'll give new. Ubisoft this. They they are no pushover when it comes to being to, to being what they want to be, right? And yeah. they didn't want they didn't like the idea of the hostile takeover, so they fought back against it. So good on Ubisoft for that at least. Um I don't know too much about Tencent, but I know they have stakes in like PUBG and Epic. Yeah. A big stake in Epic. Um, so yeah, I don't know a lot about them, but I know not very many people particularly, uh, uh, mm. I'll have to cut that bit out. I'm sorry. Um, I know people won't be too happy about, uh, Tencent buying more shit, but, uh, yeah. yes, we will have to, we'll have to see how that goes. But yes, that was an interesting one I just found while looking around. And these next two are very much your own thing, I believe. All right. F's in chat, everybody. We are paying our respects to Titan. NVIDIA's supercomputer that has been operating for the past seven years at Oak Ridge National Laboratory in Tennessee. It was the fastest supercomputer in the United States. And as of August 1st, it was decommissioned. F. F's in chat, everyone. So this is going to be a lot of big numbers. Um, it achieved peak performance of 27 petaflops, which is a computational number. Um, it was made possible by its 18,000 NVIDIA GPUs and the NVIDIA CUDA software platform. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, it has now been replaced by the Summit Supercomputer, also located at the Oak Ridge National Laboratory, which, um, well, let's put it this way, Summit provides 10 times Titan's simulation performance. Ooh, so they've had a big upgrade, basically. A, a 10 times upgrade. Yeah. Well, that's, that's 270 petaflops, which, when you're talking computational power... That's a lot. <laughs> Sorry, the dog's just attacking me for some reason. I've never understood all the uh, different flops in computing, I must say. <laughs> so many different flops. Flops. Yes. Flop and flops. But, uh, uh, it's a NVIDIA. floating point operations per second. It's what? Sorry? It's a floating point operation. Is a flop. Oh. But uh, speaking so of NVIDIA... We we have an NVIDIA lab in the university. Yeah, that's probably like a sort of kind of a similar idea. It'd be a very small scale, but yes. It's well, a Yeah, nowhere near the scale of Titan. It, it's but... it's an NVIDIA sponsored CUDA lab. Uh, and they have like the latest like Titan GPUs and stuff in there, I think. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. I've never had the chance to go in there, but hopefully one day. <laughs> but yeah, the idea behind flops is that it's entirely mathematical simulation. Mm -hmm. So, um, 
you have all of these like processing units available to do rapid mathematical calculations for things like AI, so like BMW self-driving car AI, that has to do thousands of calculations per second to figure out if a person is likely to throw themselves in front of the car and the car has to be able to predict things like that. So it's working on that. And that's why you need several processing powers. Yes, a lot of processing powers. But on the topic of having a lot of processing powers, and specifically having processing powers dedicated to certain tasks, Intel have are working with HPE, which is Hewlett Packard Enterprise, on new FPGA acceleration cards for data centers. So, Burge, do you know what an FPGA is? I actually do not. It's a field programmable gate array. It's to dumb it down, and Vat's going to yell at me for dumbing it down this way because he actually works with these things. Um, it is like a CPU, but you program it to be very good at one task. Mm-hmm. So, a good example of an FPGA that was commercially available not too long, they're still commercially available, but they were very popular a year and a half ago, is what's used in ant miners. Mm-hmm. So, ant miners are basically longer aluminium chassis with a processing board in, a fan at either end, you plug it in, connect it up to like your Ethereum wallet, and it will just do... Com- um, cryptographical calculations to mine you ethereum data uh, cryptocurrency okay that was an fpga it was programmed specifically to be good at cracking the type of cryptographical equation that is used in the ethereum blockchain so what intel are designing here are the newest and fastest fpgas for specific things in data centers Okay. So, um, anything that's like can be, you can like designate an FPGA or a group of FPGAs to just do the same job over and over, and they will do it far more efficiently than CPU would. So, but yeah, they're based on, they're designed to work with the new Xeon scalable processors. And, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I'm not entirely sure what they're going to be used for yet. We'll have to see. But they are working with Hewlett Packard Enterprise, as I have said. So that might become an option to order with your HP servers in the future. Ooh. But, yeah. Programmable acceleration card. Because obviously you have, like, NVIDIA makes acceleration cards. Or you have the Red Rocket X. You've seen the Linus Tech Tips video, haven't you? Yes. Where he does, yeah. That is a card that is, it's got a basically an FPGA in it that is aimed specifically at processing the Red Raw 8K footage faster than a CPU or GPU would, because obviously, like, our GPUs have to deal with a bunch of different video codecs and all sorts. The Red Rocket X will only work with the Red codec. Yeah. 
So it's specifically designed and programmed to only operate within the parameters of Red Red's codec. Mm-hmm. Yep. Therefore, it won't work with like any of the Adobe codecs or whatever Blackmagic recording or anything like that. Dedicated to one task, but one codec. Yeah, dedicated for one thing. It's very good at it. Everything else, it's completely useless at. Effectively, yeah. a um, you just—it's—it's like, it's like rather than being a jack of many trades, but a master of none, like what our graphics card would be, for example. Yeah. Um, it's it's literally the opposite. <laughs> yeah, it is exceedingly good at one thing, and completely useless at others. I know some people like that. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good. You're good at multiple things. My dog, she's good at being cute, completely useless at being anything else. My dog is an FPGA. (laughs) But, yeah. (laughs) Cool things. Confusing things. But we'll see what happens with them. Big tockets? Topics. Big tockets. See, I'm not good at speaking. Oh, wait, hold Um, on. There's actually just been a new piece of news. Actually, just released today. Oh, breaking. Next generation Intel Intel Xeon scalable processors to deliver breakthrough performance with up to 56 processor calls. Ooh, what are these 56 physical? 56 calls. These, are these are um, physical calls, I assume? Hold on, hold on. I am, I'm just reading the article that was literally posted today, and it wasn't on... Because that would mean it would be... 112 so friends otherwise. It's 56 core Cooper Lake processor. It's an x86 processor built with that... AI training acceleration capabilities. Um, it doesn't say actually whether it's wait x eighty six. That's just it's. I think it's the same architecture as. Ours. Yes, yes, yes. It's yeah, but it's the first x eighty six processor designed towards AI training acceleration through something that oh. I. And it's going to have platform compatibility with the upcoming 10, nan- 10 nanometer uh, ice lake. So hold on, I'm just going to actually look this up and see if there's any other information, whether this is 56 physical. Sorry, that, that threw me off when you said x86. I forgot that it's um, yeah. an instruction x86. set for processors because x86 yeah. in a, uh, a OS side of things is 32-bit. Which is why I got confused. I was like, wait, a 32-bit processor? <laughs> but then I remembered, no, the x86 instruction set is not that. It's a different thing. Uh, hold on, let's see. Does it actually have... Oh my god, a TDP of up to 230 watts. <laughs> uh, that's That's quite warm. Bearing in mind that R1s do something like uh, I think it's 80 to 120 watts of thermal output. Yeah, this is... Uh... Let's see, it's going to have eight memory channels. Perhaps 16 channels in the dual die. Ah, right, okay, yeah. It's looking like these uh, the 56-core version, it's technically... So... You know how your standard processor has one die on it? Mm-hmm. 
it's going to be a long Xeon with two dies sharing one pe- one interface. Oh. So it's a dual die. So that will probably be... Ugh, God, I'm bad at math. 28. Two 28 yeah. core dies on one... Right, actual... okay. So 16 channels of memory supported by that processor. I'd love to get my hands on an engineering sample for that one. Tom is very much the server guy, by the way, here. He loves servers. He he has a whole bunch of servers that he does nothing with, but he has them. Uh, I'm trying to learn. The thing is, what I want is I want a bigger storage server first, because my actual servers with processing power don't have much storage. Mm, Yeah. I mean, the the only real processing power server I have is Dionysus, which has dual... I mean, it's very old Xeons. It runs on DDR2. The T110's probably nearly as powerful, but that one's got a system health issue that I'm still trying to work out. And Dionysus wouldn't be so bad, but there's a problem with the raid card in it. So I need to pull the raid card, figure out what it is, but at the moment it's at the bottom of the stack, and I really do not have the time (laughs) to pull the stack out take Dionysus apart and find out what's wrong with it. So that's a project for... Future you. For when I have two consecutive days off and I have the motivation. In other words, a Wednesday and Never. Thursday when you're not Wednesday. away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and not recording and not streaming. <laughs> yeah. Somehow. So, well, I mean, uh, evening streams, isn't it? Yeah, it's evening streams, and then we'll record the podcast like in the day, so. Yeah, it's just finding the time around that. I mean, I would do this weekend, but uh, alas, not here on Wednesday or Thursday. Hence, this is being recorded in advance. Slightly in advance. Slightly in advance. Right. But yes, I believe that is all the topics we have this week. Yes, I got very excited towards the end, there, especially because new news from Intel. <laughs> God, God, I love new, 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 new. Uh, don't say nudes from Intel. <laughs> <laughs> nudes from Intel, guys. Intel can send me nudes. Just send you like an uncapped. Uh, um, uh, yeah, just a deleted processor. <laughs> <A> processor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. Uh, yep, that'll be it for this week then, ladies and gentlemen. That is all. Thank you very much for listening. I have been Tom. I've been Burridge. And this has been Burridge and Tom. Do you actually talk tech for a change? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Talked a lot of tech. Half of it I didn't understand. I need to uh, <laughs> do some reading up. I'll, I'll teach you later. You need right. to teach me all the server stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Tally-ho. Tally-ho. Ta-ra.